2: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Hope you guys are having a fantastic day, hopefully full of love, whether that's from a significant other, your friends, your family. Hopefully you've been given a little bit of love today. And if you haven't, There you go. From your homegirl, Amala Epinobi. And today we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to react to a video where a guy tries to find his perfect match. Now he's on this dating show. They've already picked a perfect match for him based on compatibility, but he's going to date multiple women and try to figure out who he feels is his perfect match, and we'll see if that matches the compatibility test that he took. Now before that, I gotta introduce Taylor in Nashville. Yo, we
3: just did a little poll if you guys are celebrating Valentine's Day and it looks like 56% of you so far are saying, no, I'm single. So, like Amla said, you guys deserve love and she gave it to you I'll give you a little heart I don't know if I can do it well Uh, but also maybe find some folks in the chat or on the discord or in the patreon community or something and you know get some shared values there's plenty of y'all out there so just saying
2: that is so funny because I was on a flight recently I was traveling to Austin Texas and I met somebody who does watch the show regularly shout out to you girl you know who you are and uh, she was saying that Taylor and I need to start a dating matchmaker show here (laughs) with Mm. the people who watch the show so we can find people of similar values and they can connect with one another so that next year when Valentine's Day comes around, you will have a significant other to hang with. Now, I would love to do something like that also, but I don't want to be held liable for the matches that I make on the show.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're going to have lots of disclaimers. You know, another idea I just had for next year, we can do some a merch product where y'all can submit some pickup lines based on Amala, based on the show, whatever, and make those little Valentine's cards that you give out to your classmates in yeah. like third grade. And you guys can use those <laughs> as uh, Valentine's for your loved ones.
2: That would be dope. That would be dope. In the meantime, I guess it's Valentine's Day and Singles Awareness Day, uh, is what one of you said down below. So welcome. Hopefully we can celebrate nonetheless. Now, without further ado, we're going to get into this video. Will he find his perfect match? We have
4: Jared's on top.
2: Oh, am I always the person who has things in double speed? 100% never fails. Okay.
5: Um, I, okay. I don't know. I didn't, i surprised.
2: I don't know. If, okay. So that was a little sneak peek, I guess, of his match being told to him. And if a man goes, I don't know, I'm surprised when he finds out that you're his match, just go home. Just just book it. Just just leave. Just get out of there because ah, that would be devastating. I'm not going to lie. OK, the
3: same reaction as the girl who uh, had her dad choose her a date out of like 20 Ben, and he revealed who he chose and she was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Like, totally knowing yep. yeah, so. she's
2: like, um, yeah, totally. This is great. <laughs> oh, gosh. OK, well, I feel for whoever that girl was because I can already tell he was not vibing, but let's watch.
5: Hi, my name is Jeremy. Today, I'm gonna be dating 10 girls. One of them has been selected as my perfect match based on our compatibility scores and the Nectar app. I'm gonna see if I can figure out which one it is. I would say that I'm not normally good at picking the right match for myself. I've like dated every type of person Mm. that I'm not compatible with. Above all, honestly, it's so corny, but I really, like anyone who makes me laugh, like and anyone who I just generally enjoy my time with, I feel like that's definitely like it for me. I haven't been in a relationship in a while. Like I've dated, but I haven't been like in like a committed couple for a while. So, I'm very excited. Hi, Lotus. Jeremy. Nice Hi. to meet you, Lotus, cool.
2: Hi. Hi, I'm Kayla. Kayla? Oh, pause. First of all, Lotus, It's a dope ass name. Lotus? You're walking around with the name Lotus. You got a lot to live up to with a cool name like that. Okay. I like your shoes. Thank you. really
5: nice. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm definitely a New Balance guy. Me too. Really? Well,
4: I'm not a New Balance guy. I'm a New Balance girl. I'm Destiny.
5: Destiny, nice, <laughs> nice to, to meet you. Nice to meet you. you. Hey. Okay. Thank Wait, you. you supposed say, you're supposed to say something to me. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing it up.
6: Uh, I like your dimples.
5: Thank you. Yeah. I made them myself.
6: I'm Leah. Leah. Nice to, nice to meet to you. you. You got a beard. That's, That's a plus. Thank you. <laughs> My name is Katie. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Okay, I was gonna use a pickup line, but I'm just gonna say I like your hair. Thank
2: you. <laughs> it's so interesting to watch uh, the separate dynamic of like girls sort of courting and flirting with the guy and giving him compliments first. Uh, it's very interesting because normally it's the other way around. But I do hear from a lot of men that y'all say y'all don't get complimented enough. Is this true? Are people not giving you compliments enough, and especially the ladies? I think we sort of do take for granted the dynamic between the genders. So we're like, I don't think most women think about levying a compliment to a a guy. Do you guys care about that? Do y'all need some compliments? Y'all need some love?
3: I think think dudes (laughs) will take anything they can get, right? So if you're a girl that a guy finds attractive, you're just trying to imagine any sort of way to make them laugh, to engage them in conversation, to get anything. So if a girl who you find attractive pays you a compliment, yeah, you're going to be over the moon yeah. and a ki- even if you don't find that girl attractive and you get a compliment it's going to be a confidence boost so it's definitely a different dynamic i think from the ladies who are so used to getting compliment on their looks all the time but uh yeah i'm sure guys are like yeah, i'll take whatever i can get because yeah. it's rough out there just to get anything going
2: rough out there for the homeboys okay okay we'll remember that
3: i appreciate that Thank you. you have a good handshake
7: oh really
5: You're strong Yay. yeah firm lyric oh, Lyric? Yes. Cool, nice to meet you. I'm Jeremy.
7: You have really cool eyes. I'm not sure what color they are, but they they look like they match your shirt a little bit, so that's cool. Thank
5: you.
8: (laughs) Hi, I'm Ula.
5: Ula, nice to meet you.
8: Nice to see you as well. Um, I like your bangs. Thank you. (laughs) I'm Charlotte. Charlotte, nice to meet 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 you. you. I
9: like your mustache.
5: Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate
9: it. I'm Lydia, and that girl over there thinks you're really cute. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, pop off Lydia. That was creative, that was creative. I gotta say, this dude is pretty majestic looking. He looks like uh, a guy out of those like Dior cologne commercials or something like that. But he's also, I don't know if I'm just the only one noticing this, you guys can confirm in the comments and I'm not trying to be rude, he's a little girly pop. Like he's a little, he's giving, he's giving feminine a little bit in the way that he speaks, which is an interesting uh, dynamic when paired with the way that he looks. But so far, you know,
10: all the girls are very, very cute.
9: <laughs> nice, to meet cool. you. nice to meet you.
10: Mercedes.
5: Mercedes. Nice, nice to meeting. meet you.
10: I like your smile. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Uh-oh. I knew it was coming. <laughs> she did. knew it was
2: coming. Yeah.
5: I think me and <laughs> someone with face tattoos like I love the opposites attract thing, but I just feel like we're like too different.
2: Yeah, I feel like face tattoos is a pretty jarring thing. If they're really tiny, I don't think I would mind all that much, uh, but I think it would quickly eliminate people out of your dating pool because I can imagine there's a lot of people who would uh, either not take too kindly to that or think that it insinuates that you're a little bit like harder, like a, a rougher exterior on you. I don't think I'd mind a, a small face tattoo if somebody had them. It just really depends. It is a very bold A bold statement. Yeah.
3: Are we talking face? uh, We're talking post Malone here or is it like a little more subtle, a little tasteful? I don't think it's an immediate deal breaker, but it's definitely like a bold statement, which most people face tattoos. That's what they're trying to make. So I guess it goes along with the personality.
2: Yeah. So uh, fair enough. You know, when you come out the gate with that, bound to happen. Bound to happen. Earmuffs,
3: though. Did you say anything about the earmuffs? I'm. Um, like, that's a that's a bold move. I'm thinking and reminded of a couple of years ago, I was watching uh, The Bachelor with my wife and this girl came out with like a sex toy. And it's just like, why are you carrying this? But it was literally just to make out a statement. Now, your are obviously not that <laughs> yeah. uh, extreme of a statement. But is it just to like stand out and be memorable? I don't know. It's like high risk, high reward, I guess.
2: I feel like they're cute. I feel like they vibe with the outfit a little bit. You know, you dress yourself up like a little character. I, I'm into it uh, personally, but I can see where it might be a little jarring. Okay, round two. Oh cocktail crazy.
5: hours. Okay, who knows what they want out of a partner in a show of hands?
2: Do you guys hear it? Who knows what they want out of a partner show of hands? I just hear it a little bit in his voice.
5: Really? Be, you guys are way ahead of me, it took me. I'm like, it took me forever to figure out what I want in a partner. Okay, so Red I'm bag. curious what everyone's like TV crush is.
6: I would say, have you seen Superbad? Yeah. Do you, who, uh, Michael, Sarah? Yeah. <laughs> the the underdog, the guy yeah. who's a sweetheart <laughs> to women, like yes. in the world of like nasty people. He's
10: like, I want to treat somebody right. That's the guy that I go for. Have you watched The Witcher? The Witcher? Yeah, Henry Cavill. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah that's um,
5: what, what do you like about him?
10: He's very manly, and I like to feel protected. I like Ryan Reynolds. I like the fact that he's just like
2: can hit banter with you and has the charisma. So I do have a theory. And that is that uh, women are being duped by Ryan Reynolds. I don't know what it is about Ryan Reynolds, but every time I see his little like Mint Mobile commercials or he does a little speech, something about him is giving fake vibes and very, very made up, constructed, strategic something about his personality. But you know, him and Blake Lively seem to have a very cute relationship. I don't know, just don't. There's something something amiss
3: (laughs) something sus yes there's something sus honestly i know what you're saying i used to work with a guy who was absolutely brilliant and extremely charming and could talk you into buying anything could talk could like close any deal um but just had like also sociopathic like tendencies and was very (laughs) manipulative and if you like saw under the surface it was like whoa like you just said that with a smile on your face and this person has no idea but you're actually manipulating the crap out of them right now. And I'm not saying Ryan Reynolds is that person, but yeah. he kind of gives me the same vibes. I'm not sure. He does have a lot of like confidence and he's, he's witty and funny and charming, but there's something that's like, I don't know. It's a little bit, a little bit off there, maybe.
2: Sorry, guys. I know a lot of you are saying, are defending Ryan Reynolds in the chat down below, saying <laughs> he's your daddy and stuff, but. <laughs> Maybe I'm but I'm yeah. just saying, uh, something seems a bit amiss,
0: a little sus. That's just <laughs> that's just me. You have every right to like Ryan Reynolds. I like
8: that. I don't really watch TV, but James Bond yeah. because he's very
0: like calm demeanor and has everything under yeah. control. Like, I feel really safe.
8: I would kind of say, um, going off what Lydia was saying, Ryan Reynolds probably, mm. but like not his like movie character like personalities, but his actual personality. I just love the relationship that he has like in real life.
5: What part of you are you hoping that a partner will help bring out?
0: I would say like my feminine side, like when I'm with a man that's like more protective, I bring out the more like kind of soft feminine side. I like to be pushed out of my comfort zone for the better good
10: and I I do the same for my partners. I would say for me, my, my silly side,
7: mm-hmm. I feel like I can, not weird, but like I feel like I'm just like a weirdo, you know, in like yeah. a funny way, I guess. Yeah. There's no good way to sell that. <laughs> I would say the same thing, like
4: someone who can bring out the funny parts of me, I do think i'm a pretty funny person but maybe that doesn't
2: read immediately i think sometimes i just need a little push to do what i'm uncomfortable with and they just say you got it like, okay I feel. there you go notice like the through line in all of these answers is just like a masculine protective secure guy that allows you to just be you and do your thing you know under Hopefully, protection and, and a little bit of guidance, it seems, as they're saying, I want to be pushed out of my comfort zone. I want to be you know, brought to do new things. I want to be allowed to be more feminine in that way. And uh, you need a masculine man to do that, or at least a man who matches or exceeds your masculine energy, which I think is becoming harder and harder these days, and why people maybe aren't dating as much, and maybe why some people are chilling on Valentine's Day, because they can't find that masculinity, femininity balance now so far this guy not that there's anything wrong with him does seem very uh, much in touch with his feminine side and uh, maybe is not as masculine as uh maybe some of these women would need at least uh, okay, my I need opinion. I somebody
6: who's like
8: my teammate in life and I need somebody to push me to do things. So I definitely would want somebody who's supportive and like really sees me fully. And um, I feel like when I have that kind of support, I definitely come out of my shell because um, I do think I'm very like reserved and like sensitive and shy and quiet. But, you know, actually I can be on the other side of that spectrum when given the right kind of support.
6: Would you guys say that you are I people or we people?
0: I think right now I'm an I, but now like if I were to get in a relationship, I have to switch it to we. Like I've been single for a while, so it's very just like whatever I want to do, I'm going to do. And then so once you switch that over to relationship, it's like you got to merge the two and make it happen.
5: I feel like the way that you come to appreciate having someone to help you be accountable to yourself is by having a period where you're only, where you have to like, you have to be a self-sustaining person, like you have to be your own accountability system and like you have to be able to make sure that you're okay and like have like a self-care routine and all that stuff.
6: I feel like with mm. partners sometimes people look for like their other half and it's like no you're already whole and you just need another whole. That's
5: sure. It. So in a relationship, what would you say is everyone's communication style?
10: I'm very straightforward. If I don't like something, I'm going to tell it to you and I'm um, hoping that we can communicate and reciprocate the same thing.
9: I'm also the same way. I'm very straightforward and bold and working on how to deliver that so it doesn't hurt your feelings, but still working on that, but definitely very bold and straightforward.
7: I'm not the opposite, necessarily, but I would say I have a harder time. Like it depends on how they are, too, because like I'm very like reactive to like how they're going to react. So like if they're more of a person who isn't going to react to whatever it is I'm going to say then I would feel more comfortable doing that. But if they're the type of person that might get irritated or like feel a type of way if I bring something up, then it might make me feel like I shouldn't and I'll probably just wait until it really bothers me to say anything, depending on what the situation is. I feel like having the
4: emotional capacity to have open and honest conversations is very important to me. But also, I've definitely had instances in the past where I'm very much open to talking through issues right away
2: and i've had to learn like not everyone is like that and you have to give people their space and their time Um, if you were i'm not getting a vibe for any like chemistry here to be honest i'm not seeing like any particular girl that seems to be a front runner in this back and forth and they're pretty much giving very very similar answers taylor you notice anybody who's standing out at all
3: no, it seems like they're kind of just talking and he's listening, but I agree. It's not no no sparks flying uh for me as of yet. I did mm-hmm. I was a little distracted though, admittedly, by the poll asking you guys <laughs> if you're getting the effeminate gay vibes or whatever. And it's like uh thirty-eight percent say gay vibes, thirty-nine percent say effeminate but not gay vibes, mm-hmm. and then the rest are just like he's not. The, all that masculine so it's interesting uh, sh- people shared your sentiments on our subject here.
2: Yeah just a little bit he's talking about you know like self care and you know his, his voice is a little soft and the things he's talking about seem to be more in tune with a softer uh, personality than a, a harder more masculine one. You
7: alone in your car and no one was there with you right? Huh. What is
5: the first song you'd play? Oh um First song I would play. It could be anything. Probably "Fantasy" by Mariah Carey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fantasy by Mariah Carey. I don't even you, know that song. I'm gonna be so honest.
3: <laughs> you don't know that one, but when I don't. you walk by every night, you don't know that. Oh,
2: maybe I do. Maybe I do know that song. Now that you've sung it, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay,
3: fair enough. Watch, I do. I know it mostly because of Rush Hour, because it's one of my favorite movies, the little Chinese girl sings it. But yeah, I mean that is. You know, if you, some. If your men. voice is making you a little sus and like demeanor, like just to 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 add on top of that, that your favorite song is is "Fantasy" by Mariah Carey. It's like, bro. I mean, I'm gonna make a poll, ladies. Would you want to go on a date with this guy at this point?
2: He's very handsome. It's just a little bit too feminine for me, I think. Um, but yeah, you know, men can like Mariah Carey. I'm not. I'm not dogging on it. If you're a guy listening right now and you like Mariah Carey, hey. <laughs> More power to you. She's a good singer.
5: I feel like I feel like dancing in your car. That's like the song, you know. Three. Okay. Um, Okay.
2: Eliminating. Um, Boom. Not Lotus.
5: Um, I need accountability in a relationship, and I don't feel like those were partners that I would necessarily get that with. I feel like I need a woman with backbone and like a little bit more of like a no BS type of person, like someone who like is able to call you out on stuff.
2: Hmm. It's an interesting thing. I, I can understand wanting that trait in a person, but having that so high on the priority list to me signals like, what What are all the things I'm going to have to call you out on in our relationship? Like, why is it so pivotal that you need like an accountability system in me? Are you not good at like holding yourself accountable as a man? These are little things that I'd be thinking of that I probably shouldn't, you know, think too hard into, but it's, a, it's to me a very weird point to, uh, to stress, especially if you're sort of insinuating that you want the woman to be like more dominant, you want her to call you out, you want her to hold you accountable, you want her it's more of I would hope that I'd get that more from my man than he would get that from me. If that makes sense.
3: Right. Or also like, why are you waiting to be in a relationship before you try to become the best version of yourself or like what what work could you be doing that you are not doing? You can get accountability from other sources if you need accountability. It shouldn't like fall on your partner necessarily to be your accountability. Uh, Ideally, you're in a place already where you're, you're able to enter a healthy relationship. But I do get at the same time, the sentiment that you want your partner to be somebody who sees the best version of you, uh, even when sometimes you don't live up to that and who kind of like sure. helps call that forth and believes in you and and uh, doesn't let you uh, settle for less than who they know you're capable of being. And so I think everyone wants that to some degree in a relationship, and that's a good thing to, to want. But I guess also framing it as I need somebody to hold me accountable and I need it to be my significant other is a little bit of a sus framing so yeah. it depends on what you mean I yeah guess.
2: maybe i'm reading too much into it but that's how i feel a little bit i feel like for me personally as a woman when i'm with somebody i want to be able to just like walk through the world eyes closed you know and he knows what's going on he knows what needs to be done and you know that's what i have in the person that i'm with so for him to want that system of accountability for me, it just wouldn't work for me. Of course you always wanna hold the person you're dating accountable, but you'd hope that that's not like a crossroads that you come to so often in your relationship that it is sort of pivotal to who you are in your relationship with him.
10: Hi Jeremy. Hi, welcome.
0: Nice seeing you again. Good to see you again.
2: Good
5: to see you again. (laughs) Have you been to this restaurant before?
0: Uh, No, this is actually my first time. Have you been
5: here? Um, I'm actually friends with the owner.
0: Oh. I'm gonna have to go. We're on the outs,
5: yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so they're probably gonna are they gonna our comp food. our meal or not? No, they're gonna definitely give us like really difficult okay. experience on you though. Yeah, okay. it would be nice to. Okay. You. okay, sounds good. I saw your tattoo. What does that mean? It's, it's
10: an Aquarius sign. I'm an Aquarius.
5: What city skyline is? Mm. Is that New York?
10: It is happening. <laughs> Taylor, the face you made, <laughs> the Aquarius tattoo.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm. You no have a bone to pick judgy, with the astrology. I girl. just, I'm just not super into the astrology stuff. And if it means enough to you to get a tattoo of it then that's a little bit I mean probably not a great match for me personally yeah. but maybe he's into it too and and that's his thing
2: yeah it's, it's so many girls like swear by astrology I'll be honest I haven't looked into it all that much but I just can't see it uh being too realistic and I think I would it, yeah. be with you on that one if you have your if you have your astrology or astrological sign tattooed on you it might right, not like be it's one a match. thing if it's
3: like a, an interesting conversation piece or you know it's it's something just to like throw out there when you're when you're talking about stuff. But if it's like your whole personality and like you really think it means it it says something deep about your fundamental identity, then I'm like, okay, that's a little bit Uh, it's not for me at least I
2: I can't even speak I have a black power fist tattooed on me (laughs) 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 let me shut up let me shut up I do regret it but let me shut up please San Francisco I'm just kind of curious like why you're doing this like it's just kind of like surprising like why you haven't been with somebody yet are you like picky great question Katie homegirl Katie has her head screwed on straight what are you doing here uh, Mr. Man, and why is it that you haven't found your girl yet and now you're on this show? Always a good question to ask, because so far he's given a little bit of... a few little little flags that I'd be looking into. He said he doesn't know what he's looking for in a partner. He said he wants somebody, you know, up there to hold them hold him accountable. These are a few things that I could see why they wouldn't necessarily work. Are you
6: just not running into the right people? Are you looking for something that just, like, isn't there? Like kind of like, where's your head at?
5: I am picky, but I'm also, I've noticed that I have a little bit of people pleasing in me, so I Mm. tend to like, feel bad to break up with someone. When I had my business, I would try to date and it was just a disaster, because I didn't have the mental space and the like, emotional space for a partner. Yeah. Because I'm like, really all or nothing.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way.
5: What is being in a relationship with you like?
0: I say it's really fun, Uh because I feel like I'm just very down, like, whatever you want to do, like, I'm down to do it together. Like, you want to go for a walk, you want to go for a run, you're like, I don't know. Watch like
2: dolphins. Are there part? Great sign. Oh, by the way, if you get a girl who truly is like, I'm down for whatever you want to do. Like throw it out. What are what are your interests? I'll try it. I'll do it. Huge green flag, guys. Um but watch out and make sure that that's a consistent trait that they have. I did a whole video with my best friend Risa about personality catfishing and this is stuff that a lot of people do, especially when you first start dating them, where you tell them an interest and they're like, oh yeah, I'd I'd love to hike or I'd love to go to museums or I love looking at art and then they start doing it for the first few months that they're dat- you're dating and then slowly but surely it trickles away and uh, or they'll do it a long, long enough to where you're attached to them and you're committed to them and then all of a sudden when they get what they want they're done with anything that they first initially told you was part of their personality the personality catfishing is worse than looks catfishing 100 percent and it all started because I saw this girl who was dating a guy or wanted to get a first date with this guy and she saw that he had a list of books on his social media of like his top 10 favorite books or whatever so she strategically like goes to Barnes and Noble and buys these books and places them all around her apartment so this guy walks in is like oh my gosh this girl is reading all the the same books that I like like we're on the same wavelength we have the same values she didn't read a damn one of those books and now they're married so it, it, it sounds like a small thing but it's not a small thing I swear to you that is not a small thing if I found out that a guy I was dating strategically bought like books or movies that he knew were my favorite in order to personality catfish me I'd be
0: out of there out of there so quick.
3: So quick. <laughs> okay. Do you think that guys are or girls are more likely to commit personality catfishing or and or fall Ooh. for uh personality catfishing? How do you think that breaks down?
2: Oh my gosh. Um, maybe because It depends. I think it can be equal because we just have different drives. I think it's personality catfishing towards different ends. I think women do it uh, in order to get you for commitment, and men would probably more likely do it to get, you know, sexual things or conquest. you know yeah, yeah. F- or for conquest now you could argue which one is worse I think I'd say commitment is a little bit worse because now you have somebody who's like attached to you for the long run in the lie that you've created rather than somebody sort of like leading you on and then ditching you at least they kind of let you go but I would say it's it's equal I've heard many a story of a man faking a personality to get women and I've heard many a story of women doing the same uh, we were at Uh, My best friend and I were at a bar one time and this guy had his like fingernails painted and you can just smell on this guy the like fake feminist desperation to sleep with a woman. And he's pretending like, oh, I know every single nail polish color from like this specific brand and I'm wearing like galaxy sparkle on my nails today and I'm a feminist and all this different stuff. I'm like... Most women don't even know the name of the nail polish that they're wearing on their hands. And that's how I can sort of smell that you're just an F-boy under the surface who's trying to personality catfish women and it's working. Uh, and the same for men who ask you what your astrological sign is. Personality yeah. catfishing you. They're, they're getting <laughs> well, you, girl. According
3: to the poll, we've got, uh, you guys think... <laughs> we asked uh, who's more likely to engage in personality catfishing or use personality catfishing 16% guys, 38% girls, the 45% say it's equal. So interesting that people think that it's more so girls than guys, but overall, most people think it's equal, which I tend to agree. I think humans are going to human. And uh, when you want something that, it is difficult to have by the means that are usually above board. Humans will resort to other methods rooted in insecurity or rooted in uh, underhanded tactics in order to get what they want. So uh, I think it's mostly a human thing that probably manifests itself equally in guys and girls. But and I also wonder if if, if our response is skewing girls is because our audience does skew female.
2: Ah, maybe that could be. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, it's honestly a l- sickening to watch somebody uh, do that to somebody else and then have it go to its full conclusion of them like getting married or having kids and then you find out that the person you're with is nothing at all like the person that you thought you signed up for and of course people change over time and that can sort of throw a wrench in things but i do really believe there are a lot of people out there who will fake a personality for a very very long time like this is not just a month or two It can be years that they will fake this personality on you to get to whatever their end goal is. And they might not be fully conscious of it. It might be a subconscious thing that they're doing. But once they get that piece of commitment that they wanted from you, boom, the table's turn.
3: The switch gets flipped. So
2: stay safe out there, folks. Stay safe. This is why you got to vet the people who you are with. You can't be all frivolous. With your connections.
3: Arts oh, we got to super chat before oh, we sure. continue here. Um, here, I'll just be my little pop side up bubble. Uh, let's see. This is from It's All Black Pill to Me, aka formerly uh, Red Pill Year or whatever, Alex. Uh-huh. One of our regulars. He says, Here, you guys got to do a call in part of the show because I'm about to go all in. Uh, On who catfishes more. It's not even close, my guy. I could (laughs) rattle off the long list of deceptive traits from women. Hone in in order to get leverage over men. Um, Ain't even close, Amala.
2: I don't know, guys. I don't know, Alex. Men do this very same, and I've seen it. I've seen many an F-boy, many a player. And how is it that they play? It's because they lie. They lie about themselves, and they get uh, what it is that they want. It's just a different thing that they want. Alex okay and oh, yeah one day we are going to do uh, just a full sh- live show of just taking your calls once we figure out exactly how to do that because I would love to talk to you guys uh, one-on-one about these issues and, and broadcast it for everybody to hear um, mm. but yeah
3: I think my, my beard's getting a little gray or just thinking about screening calls and how, how to figure that out logistically but it would be really fun so.
2: yeah it would we'll, <laughs> sounds, we'll figure it out one of these days one of these days we
5: will
3: like, you feel connected to?
2: A lot, yeah. Okay. I feel like sometimes
10: I can be very- She is so gorgeous by the way. My goodness. Nonchalant and detached from emotions, but then also I'm- You know, when I know the person and I like someone, I can be all over
5: in them, so... It's just really the matter of time. What's your favorite way to spend time with a partner?
9: I so like spending any amount of time with my partner. We don't have to be doing anything extravagant if we're like just laying in bed or watching a movie or going out to dinner. Like literally just as long as I get quality time and you're not on your phone and you're just locked in, I'm good.
5: I would say similar, but I also feel like it's easy to get into that like homebody loop. Because, like I love spending time at home with someone. I feel like you go out and you have those experiences where like something crazy happens and then it's like, you're just like, what? Like, what? Did we just both really see that? Like, I love that feeling. If you're like having a disagreement with your partner, do you like to resolve it right away or do you like to wait?
2: He actually just made a really good point there. And that is when you are in a relationship, um, it is really important to go out and experience new things. It's a real bonding experience to just go out and socialize and be around new people and witness things that you haven't witnessed before because you guys can connect on that level. If you're just home all day, which I know a lot of couples are, you're, you're stuck with each other right and I think it does sort of bubble up resentment and things it's really important to like keep things fresh even if you don't want to do it if you're not a person who loves to go out if you're an introvert just going out and having even an unpleasant experience together is a really powerful bonding experience to have uh, within your relationship you want to be like one of those couples I feel like when you grow old you have stories of like all those things you did together and you know trips that went awry things that went great happy things you did together and that does require uh leaving the house unfortunately <laughs> you do gotta yeah, get out I've, there
3: i've noticed like i'm going on two and a half plus years married now and it's definitely like we've got we finally got the house now because we left california and it's so easy to just be thrilled to stay home on the weekends and do nothing and just relax and and chill and like maybe make a big outing to the grocery store and go get lunch or something. But that, that's it. And we've, we've done less like events and parties and that, I think Mm -hmm. that just is part of that transition and that phase of life that you're in. But also I think there's a lot to be said for what you're saying of going out and having experiences. And I think another big part of that too is not just having experiences, but what I've found is Like building relationships with other couples, like we've joined a group uh, that was part of our church and started like hanging out with some of them outside, and it's just like doing life with other people, getting into healthy patterns that like get you out of your your isolated bubble. I think it's just like a healthy thing, and and makes life not be so revolving around your little insular uh, world. It it adds to to the spice of life, and uh, it's just. A better, healthier situation. So one hundred percent.
2: Yeah, my my grandparents had a, a couple the same age as them that they met once they were married, and my grandfather was in the Navy and it was a, a fellow uh, guy in the Navy and his wife, and they were linked together inseparable these two couples for decades. And you'd be lucky to find that, but you kinda have to go out and pursue it and like look for people to find that relationship with. And when they moved, they sort of like moved together and were stationed together and You know, till they were old and the the couple that they happen to be friends with, they both did pass away, unfortunately, but they got to have that experience of friendship for literal decades. Uh, So it's an important thing.
4: Personally, I like to solve it right away. For me, I don't like anything festering. Let's say like we're on a cruise, like mm-hmm. with my
6: family or something, like okay. we're obviously not gonna be disagreeing and fighting in front sure. of them, but I think there's like a time and place for it, but my self-respect is like really up there, so I can't like just brush something under the rug if I feel like it, there's a problem,
4: like I have to talk about it.
5: I love this fantasy life sure. of just like, oh, like just, just every, a cruise. going on cruises all the time.
4: <laughs> well, what about you? How do you like to problem solve in your relationships? Are you, hmm. Do you need space? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Okay. No, no, no,
5: no, no. Oh. oh, I like to just get it out all in the open. I wouldn't want to like talk about something like out in public. Yeah. But like, I feel comfortable until. It's like resolved. How do you feel like the way that you grew up affects your dynamic and relationships now?
10: Mm, I definitely have daddy issues Does <laughs> that make sense. Yeah. we love a self-aware queen <laughs> Yeah, I never really had a father figure in my life Which is like, you know most of the girls which is which made me more like stronger. I think I'm a very Work-oriented
5: person workaholic
10: workaholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. better I'm... than alcoholic, right? Okay. Well- that is better than an
2: alcoholic. Um, uh, yeah, I would, I would definitely have probing questions as to how the daddy issues manifest. But it sounds as though her manifestation of that is that she takes on a more masculine presence and she works really hard. She confronts conflict, you know, immediately, and you know wants to be a strong communicator in her relationship. And but she mentioned earlier that she wants a guy who's going to be, you know, protective of her and be secure. So maybe she seems self-aware enough at least in the small bits that I'm seeing, to navigate her said daddy issues. Most women do not admit when they have daddy issues. So the very admission is a strong sign, I think.
3: You're being, I don't know, I'll just say when I'm watching this, it seems like a little bit, it's it's, the words are self-aware, but the demeanor I'm getting is a little bit more like, Oh yeah, I have daddy issues. Uh I'm I'm a workaholic. Like it's it's almost more shallow-ish to me than okay. what I'm getting. So I don't know, maybe we can do a poll and y'all can let us know how you're feeling, but I don't know, something about her is uh making me a little suspect and I, I think you're having a very generous interpretation of, of what the of little bits i'm seeing but maybe i have an ungenerous
0: hey fair enough fair enough we shall see when you're getting to know someone getting into a relationship how much time do you think is smart to spend with them or how much time
5: should you give to them even if we don't do everything together i just matter. love being like in the loop with each other if i'm comfortable enough with someone to act as though I'm by myself when I'm around them. Like, if I, because I'm I'm introverted, so I get energy by, like, being by myself or being with someone that I'm totally comfortable and totally myself with.
4: Well, what do you like to do in your free time?
5: I feel like my hobbies are all, like, based around a goal. Like, I like something where it's, like, you complete a project, like, build something, like a piece of furniture or something like that. What about you? Okay.
4: Um, I... I really like watching movies in my free time. I like yeah. to go to shows by myself and like meet new people and
9: make new friends.
5: Is it easier for you to feel connected to someone emotionally or physically?
9: Emotionally, for sure. Like I think that um, I don't really get physically attracted to a lot of people, but like once I get to know you and have a conversation with you and if we vibe, then I'm like, oh okay, I can see myself going on a date with you or getting your number or anything like that.
5: You talked about how working is like a big part of your life. Do you feel like you have space for a relationship or would you be able to make space for one?
10: I would be, yes, because I really want to do that together. You know, my work is very flexible. So Mm -hmm. I work in social media. It's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, But I travel a lot. I'm very adventurous. So Mm -hmm. I need someone who likes to travel and see things.
5: I know what you're saying because it's like you have all these really cool experiences working in social media, Yeah. but like you don't have anybody to share them with kind of. Yes. And so it's like it would be so nice to have someone that like you You can share with.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. She gives good vibes for me. I don't know. She seems... The way she's saying the things that she's saying, the calm demeanor, she's like, I work in social media, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Coming right out of the gate, being real about it. I don't know. I like her. I don't think they're a good match because he's not dominant enough whatsoever for her. I think she needs an extremely dominant, uh, adventurous, masculine guy, and I'm just not seeing that. Um... But yeah, she seems she seems all right. I don't like the Aquarius tattoo, obviously, but. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, whatever. I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it, it is hard to tell. I'll give you that. But I am still getting like, a. I work in social media. I like to travel like it's very like shallowish, like not not necessarily you can judge everybody who works in social media. I work in social media. So You're right, think. right. It's um, hard to tell. But it just when you put the whole picture together, for me, it's not like the most like, oh, this is a very deep and, and substantive Person. But again, you're judging based on very limited bits of information. And that may just be prejudice on my part. So who knows? Yeah, we'll see. But yeah. what it's worth, even poll, just like- we said, uh, do, do, does she give you confident, self aware vibes or shallow sus vibes or neither or no, no idea? Which the majority of y'all said neither, no idea, which is probably mm. the best answer. Uh, 33% say shallow sus and 23% say confident, self aware. So it wow. looks like slightly agreeing with
2: me. So I'm coming in at the bottom, guys. It's okay. Maybe I don't have a good read on this one.
3: Like,
5: you can tell your friends about it, but it's like...
10: It's different.
2: Yeah, it's different when it's yeah. that
5: person that you're really connected exactly. to. I feel good. Honestly, if I were to have met any of these women, like, on an in a dating app or something, I would be, like, blown away. Like, you guys are all very nice and, like, easy to talk to. And
2: Maybe it's because he says like so much also. Uh, the like, 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 like is very feminine. Um which I battled with that for so long when I was younger in like middle school, in like middle school, high school. (laughs) I was constantly saying like, um, tripping over my words, all of this different stuff. And you have to brain train to not do it. It's so difficult to stop yourself from saying these little filler words in between the sentences and what you're trying to communicate to people. And yeah, he says like a lot. And maybe that's why I'm getting a more feminine vibe.
5: Just like genuinely like great finds. Thank you. So in making my decision, I felt like some people had goals that were more aligned with mine or had like lifestyle that was more aligned with mine. But I know that ultimately, like, those are all superficial. So I feel like the core personality traits that the test brought to my attention about myself, um, I saw those qualities reflected in one person, like, above everyone else.
2: I'm going to keep harping on this, but when you use filler words and put them in your sentences, it's almost as though you don't trust yourself to sit in the silence of what you're thinking about. So... You feel the need to insert Mm. like, um, so there's constantly a flow of sound that people are hearing from you, so you're not cut off, or people don't think you're stumbling, but the most confident thing you can do is actually sit in those moments where you are thinking of your next word and really communicate to people that what I'm about to say is worth you listening to, and it's worth you waiting in the silence of me thinking before I say it, instead of saying like, um, because it undermines everything that you're about to say if that makes sense and I think when people use a lot of like or um oftentimes it is out of an insecurity that what they're saying is not worth listening to or they're too awkward in a in a silence to you know move forward in conversation.
3: Yeah. Hey, I'm clipping that for short, first of all, because that was <laughs> a golden nugget that you guys just got from from Amala. Oh. And I totally agree. I think another component of it can also be uh, you are feeling self-conscious, yep. uh, just maybe in front of people speaking. And so that sense of self-consciousness makes you feel the need to perform and make people be listening to you and and have a continual flow of information, like you're saying. And that's why people end up when they're on camera or in public uh, speaking, end up using more likes and ums because of that heightened level of self-consciousness that comes with being in front of people.
2: 100%. And it's difficult. Once your brain is trained to do it, you'll just keep doing it over and over and over. And it's hard to step out of that cycle. But I don't know how you go about training your brain not to do that. I can imagine it's really difficult and it would in fact make you more self-conscious about the things you're saying, but maybe it's just the learning curve that you have to get over in conversation in order to get it. I don't know why I think it's specifically more important for men, maybe because they're supposed to exude masculinity and power and that really undermines the things you're saying, but it's it's an important
3: thing. Yeah, c- uh, confidence is an extremely important trait for women. You have to like exude that as a man uh, to, attract women and so if you are constantly speaking in a way that undercuts your confidence that you are projecting then of course that's going to reflect poorly on you and uh, lower your chances of getting the types of girl that you want
2: yeah 100 uh,
5: percent.
3: i really like mercedes i feel like yeah
5: <laughs> okay. when you talk about Picks your mercedes. goals and stuff like that like it seems like Why you want you someone that you oh, can take on the.
2: i was just going to predict i, I, I didn't Obviously, I've spoiled it now. I was just going to predict he's going to pick whoever's hottest. So it was either going to be uh, Mercedes or the girl in the all-black sort of two-piece vest and pant thing for me is what I thought he was going to go for. Because honestly, I don't know that he gave much in the way of what he's really looking for in a partner, which is why it's a super red flag, because you don't feel like they're uh, seeing you necessarily as a person. So... They just
3: pick. I thought at this point um, that he was going to choose, was it Katie, the girl who kind of put him on the hot seat a little oh, bit? Oh yeah, the blonde. Asked him why he's here Yeah. And really demonstrated a level of like, this is my self-respect and I value myself a lot and I'm putting you on the hot seat. Like to me, she seemed the one who was the most relationship material. Hmm. Um, but I will say that him going after Mercedes is the most straight guy thing that he's done so far because going after just the one who's like uh, facially the hottest or whatever seems Uh to be the thing that the straight guy would do, the stereotypical guy would do. So uh, maybe he's coming full circle for us here.
2: Maybe, and we still haven't found out who his actual match is. Remember, they took compatibility tests at the beginning Mm of this. So we're gonna find out who he was actually meant to be with. And I have a feeling it is not Mercedes. With. I
10: grow, yeah, I grow with, yeah. I, I appreciated it in you too, that you are you sound like a very hardworking man, so I definitely need someone who's like, you know, a little bit more firm. And You did a lot of things in your life already, so I respect that. Okay, Jeremy, you've made your final pick, But actually, Mercedes was not your most compatible based on the compatibility
9: test.
6: Okay, who do
2: Uh-oh. I think is so his most I compatible? It's not none. Hmm. We compatible Wait so. a second. Okay, hold on, let's pause and see them all. Okay, I'm. it might be somebody that I'm not thinking about. Um...
3: I was gonna say pants, suit, girl, oh, right? No. <laughs> Someone just said yeah. it's the cameraman, stop it.
1: <laughs> stop <laughs> it right now.
3: <laughs> That's hilarious. i <laughs> uh, just uh, too. Well I'm, done. Uh,
2: I think it's gonna be something inconspicuous. It's not like it's not these ones, it's not these ones. It's someone over here, it's not Mercedes, it's someone in here. And I don't feel like it's Katie because Katie no, was very know. dominant in her answers and uh held it down. It's someone in here.
3: I'm gonna say one of the middle three,
2: middle three like, like here like
3: or like Lotus. Scarf, or one of the the tall Asian girl or the tall blackish girl, one of them.
2: I'm getting rid of this one. I'm going to say pants vest girl, this black, uh, I don't know, tie up girl or headscarf. And he eliminated, I think he eliminated them both pretty quickly and the pantsuit girl got to the end. Okay. Okay, I, I have a, I it's
5: not I gonna be. <laughs> I surprised. I didn't feel like we were that similar.
8: I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that like I am shy and like I don't always present myself in like um, I guess the most honest way that is true to myself. I think it's a lot of it has to do with like um, just like nervousness and like shyness and all of that Um, and that's actually part of like why I've had like issues in the past with dating because I feel like I can kind of tell when I'm compatible with somebody Um, but I think sometimes the way I present myself doesn't showcase who i am and then that can mislead people so i feel like Mm -hmm. that's kind of what happened in this case ah and i know she's probably getting
2: eaten up in the comments which is uh, i can first of all culturally uh, if she is muslim i don't think that would really make sense to be you know if, if you've if come from totally two different cultures, that's kind of difficult sell. But what I will say is that she's matching compatible with him, meaning that they took a test and they're very similar. The things that he expressed that he wants out of a character are not at all similar to his disposition. So that could also be why, you know, the one that you're compatible with is not always the one that you want. Uh, and I think a lot of Men, in particular, want sort of a yin and yang sort of dynamic where their personality traits are not necessarily reflected in their significant other, but she is sort of the antithesis of his personality traits, and they find that. So, uh, yeah, I think that could be maybe what's going on here, because she does have a very similar demeanor to him. She is very soft. she's very, like, kind of shy and, and back a bit. He's not, like, the most bombastic character, and, uh, yeah... That's maybe why they're not connecting.
3: Outside they, of your shell. You- oh, sorry. Yeah. And they both kind of say a lot of likes and numbs, right? And <laughs> yeah. she even talked about how she feels insecure when she has to put herself out there and doesn't feel like she comes across as her true self. Which I think is another interesting point or something to keep in mind when people are put in, you see them out of their element, Uh, it's difficult to get to know somebody who they truly are and how much like how many points do you want to dock them for not being able to show up as themselves in a different environment where you're in front of people or something like that to where you feel reserved uh that's a question to think about but also you could be missing out on someone great because you didn't meet them at, at in a place where they're really able to let their guard down and show you who they are so I think that's another interesting yeah. dynamic of this uh, social experiment and I just got to say I totally called it I didn't know who the final one was but I said it's either <laughs> the girl with a headscarf or someone on either side
2: of her and uh, yeah enough, it was her she was not the one I was really expecting the most to walk out when they said we're gonna do the final reveal so that is very interesting that she is the one who got chosen this is funny because Jubilee uh, the channel reached out to me and said We'd want to have you on one of our shows called Versus One. And their Versus One shows are dating related. So I told them, oh, no, I have a boyfriend. I can't do this. But I have a best friend. Her name is Risa. She's single. I sent them a picture and I said, you should hook her up in one of your dating episodes so you might see my bestie in a jubilee video down the line where she gets to go through this whole process of being on camera but also trying to see if you make a match or if you don't so it's going to be interesting to see if she ends up getting cast in one you know
3: that's awesome that'll be a great reaction video for the channel that you do with risa which by the way if you guys haven't subscribed to go subscribe to that and they just did a video on this whole uh, personality catfishing thing, right? Yeah. So that's the latest video on the, their channel, I think. Yeah. So go check that out. Here I am promoting your other channel. <laughs> yes. But, <you> know.
2: Omri <laughs> Unfiltered, go check it out. And Risa's hot. She's a baddie and she's smart and dope. So if she goes on this show, she's going to give people a run for their money, I think. So we'll see.
5: You're like really, like your tone and stuff and like the way that you speak is like really. It seems so much more like confident in yourself, and it's like really attractive. Hmm. So,
0: Jeremy, you picked Mercedes of
9: all women. Your percentage of
6: compatibility based on the test that you guys took on Ektor
10: was 53%. Mm -hmm. That's better than 50, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I thought it's going to be higher for some reason, but I think it's something like two adults can work on. So, you know, it's just numbers. See, she's... She's got
2: it. Mercedes is going to get a lot of interest from men. I can tell you that right now, because not only is she super gorgeous, but she's very confident and stands in herself. That's very clear. Most women, I think, if you said uh, your, compa- your compatibility score was 53 percent, they'd go, oh, wow, that's not too high. Or that's like a failing grade. And she said 53 percent is better than 50 <laughs> and to a guy that's going to be very attractive that you just stand there and you go you know i'm I'm confident in the in the answer that I have, I'm confident in the percentage that I got, and that doesn't matter to me. We can work on that as a couple
3: boom, well, I just recently started watching how I met your mother, and in the first season, there's uh, an episode where He, I don't remember, I don't even remember the main guy's uh, name, but had Ted. And he takes a compatibility test with this dating service in New York City. Yes. And yeah, and he gets like a perfect match or whatever. Well, first of all, he gets no matches. And that's the joke of the first episode where this concept is introduced. And it's just like, oh, pity me. Like, I'll never find my match. Then he gets into a relationship with another one of the main characters. And then they call him back and are like, hey, we found your 99% match and We're going to introduce you to her. We're going to connect you to her. And he goes, while he's kind of in a will they, won't they, with the other main character that this little relationship's been blossoming, he finds this out, goes, and right before he's about to uh, connect with this new girl, he decides to walk away from the relationship and continue pursuing the relationship that he started. So going to show that, at least fictionally, compatibility is not everything. And I think that there's a big element of that as well in this social experiment.
2: Yeah, 100%. I love How I Met Your Mother. Have you met Ted? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it
6: was 91%. Oh, wow. Um, so based on that information,
7: do you want
6: to stick with your original pick? Of course he's going to stick we'll with
2: his pick. Go with Ula? There's no way he's going to switch for the compatibility score. Now, if you were an F-boy like Horatio, you guys remember Horatio from these videos? I think Horatio was on Jubilee or something, not on this channel, but he would have done the strategic F-boy thing and switched to the compatibility girl because he knows it makes him look better on social media for the other girls who end up DMing him later. But... I think this man is going to stick with who
3: he originally. This guy's picked. like, this might be my only chance at a girl like this. Yeah. I gotta lock it down. He's
2: gonna pick Mercedes <laughs> duh. Um uh-huh. I love I love that he's pretending to think. Right.
3: Gotta act like it's a tough decision. what he's
2: gonna choose. Oh, you know, I've really gotta rack my brain. Use the old noodle here in my choice. <laughs> he's using a noodle in his choice. Wait-o. It's just not the one is. I feel skull. like yeah, Mercedes and I got to know each other better
5: and I just <laughs> like feel compatible with Mercedes. 53%, <laughs> not, not that bad. I feel like I relate to her, the way that she interacts with the world or the way that she describes interacting with the world. I'm like, oh yeah, like I've had those feelings. I've had the, like, I've, I felt that way before. But yeah, it really surprised me. I thought that she was going to be my most compatible, to be honest.
10: I liked his answers as well because he was thinking. He was giving like very, a little bit more shy and like a thinker. I like that. I don't like someone who is like more like a swagger and just gives straight answers without thinking and hesitation because they just want to show off or they want to say what people want to hear. So I really like that about him. Okay, so I'm actually going to ask Kay.
6: Michaela to step forward. So, you actually had the least.
5: No way! Okay, I felt like we had <laughs> wow. a lot in common. I like I, Yeah, too. I felt like. Well, maybe it's just gonna we both like coffee.
6: Yeah. Leah. She's cute, I love
2: her outfit it. Yeah.
6: So, you were eliminated first. Yeah. Um, and you both said that you didn't feel like you
2: had that
7: much in common. Yeah. Except you were his second most compatible. Mm, 73%. <laughs> we're so opposite, and it usually works that way. It's like our minds think alike, but we're just completely opposite.
2: Yeah, she has face tattoos, but I feel like they are stylish. I'm not offended by the tattoos that she has on her face. I think when women do it, it is more of a stylistic choice rather than a teardrop next to the eye type thing, <laughs> which probably makes it a little bit more endearing than when men do it. If a woman has a face tattoo, I'm thinking, okay, she's styling her body. She kind of views herself as kind of like, you know, an avatar in, in her world a bit. When a guy does it, I'm thinking I'm not gonna be alive at the end of this first date.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, teardrop tattoo either way, I think it's that's kind of a scary yeah. thing. To, uh, if to anybody kind of has encounter. a
2: teardrop tattoo, you I think we walk away from that one.
3: Red flag, no, safe yeah, to say.
2: I think that is a red flag indeed. We'll finish out the video. If that makes any sense. So I just kinda had a feeling.
7: <laughs> when I see somebody, I can kind of be like, Yes, I wanna be your friend, yes I wanna you know, I don't type of thing, and off the bat, it was just like no.
5: I feel like we would just want to be in different places. Yeah, like you would want to go to different stuff than I would want to go to. Yeah, you'd want to watch different I feel like movies. you can
7: just tell a yeah. lot of the times when you're not somebody's person in yep. friendship or in partnership.
8: I think we should really kind of focus on like getting to know people like um, slowly over time instead of thinking like, oh, right off the bat, no, right off the bat, yes, because I just don't think it's realistic. Um, And as we've seen, it's like you just really can't tell right away. So you really have to give things time to kind of figure it out.
2: For women, definitely. I don't know if that's the case for men. I think men within five minutes of meeting you have placed you in a category of where they're going to go as far as dating, hookup, marriage. And it's very easy to move down in categories, very difficult to move up in categories, to be honest. I think just there's truth
3: to that. I think, guys, it's like they meet a girl and either they're attracted to you enough to be interested in pursuing something, be it a relationship or something less, uh, or they're they're just not. And I think the rest of kind of depends on uh, where the guy is at in life, mm-hmm. and also just ha- the substance of your relationship beyond just the physical uh, element. And so, if a guy finds you attractive, but also gets to know you, and uh, there's a lot of compatibility, or you know, a blossoming friendship that goes along with that attraction, then I think you have the the makings of a relationship. And just to put an anecdote to this, like when I first met my wife now wife um Mm -hmm. my roommate introduced me to her and he was always like trying to meet girls and become friends with them and (laughs) as long as they were pretty and uh yeah he he brought her over for like a game night and i was like yes this is a attractive girl and this is awesome my Mm -hmm. roommate's like making this really easy for me but at the same time because i knew that we had similar values in our background and because uh i knew she was like I could tell she was an intelligent person based on how she was playing games and stuff uh, that we would play on game nights, just little things like that. Um, I picked up on the fact that she was more of a strong prospect for a relationship. And at that season in my life, I had just moved out to L.A. I had gotten out of kind of like this season of living in a, a church bubble where my dating life was really under scrutiny and had all these weird rules and stuff attached to it and I was kind of like detoxing from all that and not really wanting to pursue a relationship so because of that I kind of held her at arm's length while I was in this new exploratory season because I knew that she was actually more of a serious um, mm-hmm. contender for a relationship and then over time as we got to know each other and stayed friends it just kind of became inevitable that I was we were both dating other people and on the apps and stuff, and uh, we, I'm sure we were both having fun doing that to some degree, but also, uh, I'd get I'd get done with these dates or like just be be, be doing the the dating thing in the games, and it would be like none of these people share my values. None of these people I'm really connect I'm really connecting with on any deeper level than than just okay, yeah, we both swiped or whatever. And uh, that's ultimately <laughs> we ended up, you know, having the romantic element of our relationship grow out of that that friendship, and um, mm-hmm. I eventually just got over the season I was in and feeling like I needed to stay single and stay free and all that, like what I saw in the potential with her was worth more to the, to me than um, whatever, you know, the, the empty fun I was having. Sure. Um, but what I will say, and I'm sorry to go on a little tangent here, but I think uh, beyond just she she was attractive to me physically, what ultimately told me that she was relationship material was the fact that she asserted her self worth over and over again at every juncture of our relationship. And she refused to, cause she, I knew she was attracted to me. I knew that she wanted to have a relationship, but I wasn't progressing things forward and she wasn't letting me keep her in that uh, ambiguous territory and keep let me keep her in my there back pocket go. so to speak and so by asserting her self-worth over and over again it just actually made me uh more attracted to her because it showed the kind of person that she is that she wasn't someone to be trifled with that she wasn't someone to uh be a doormat for somebody to be a personality catfish or to adapt herself <laughs> to me just because she wanted me so bad she was re- a firm in her independence and so anyways um yeah, so, I, so it made me like respect her as well. And I think a lot of girls uh, get in that space where they like a guy, they want him to like her and like let the insecurity take over yep. and adapt themselves to the guy or make compromises that they otherwise wouldn't. Um, and in fact, that can lead you into A, getting yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in where a guy doesn't really value you, but he, he's keeping you around because you're bending over backwards for him. And B, yeah, it doesn't get you the relationship that you actually want um, by finding the guy who's actually going to value you for who you truly are and mm-hmm. respect you. So, anyways, there's my little uh, takeaway from this situation and a personal note to the story that looks on everything. Compatibility is not everything, um, but I think a big element of it is: is this somebody that's worth being with in the long haul? And that should be the main focus when you're uh, considering dating options
2: 100 and notice he knew the category she was in it doesn't matter if you take her up on it you know which category <laughs> the girl's in I did say, yeah, it's <laughs> <fund originally. laughs> and now guys we're gonna get into your super chats let's hear from the audience today
3: all righty let me get in my little bubble here yep um hopefully that wasn't too long winded, but I feel like you guys like no, it. No, not at all. Dating.
2: People said Taylor's uh, spitting facts. <laughs>
3: uh, okay, Celtic Blacksmith is our first one today. He says, Happy 1911 patent day. Uh, 113 years ago today, St. Browning's patent for the semi auto 45 ACP model 1911A1 was filed.
2: I don't even know what that is.
3: <laughs> That's a gun, a 45.
2: Oh, wow. Fiber. Okay, wow. Uh, That's an interesting little fun fact. It'll help me I on. I thought it was uh, going to be
3: like Hallmark patented Valentine's Day in 1911 <laughs> or something like that to be a tangent yeah, on no, the commercial it nature of the holiday. It wasn't at all,
2: but That's you know what? So. I appreciate a fun fact. It's going to help me in a uh, Jeopardy, maybe down the down the line. You guys know the inventor of Pop Tarts passed away. Tragic. I he was a Pop Tarts kid.
3: I saw that. 100. We owe him so much.
2: 96. Honestly, he had a long life, though long and fruitful, fruitful life. <laughs>
3: Between fruitful, the no I, pun intended. The, <laughs> fruitful, at least uh, you know artificially fruitful. Uh, yes, I artificially hope the guy who fruitful. Invented Taco Bell still around though because that's oh really gosh,
2: did you see un- the new like food cancer food they're coming out with? They're doing Baja Blast dusted cinnamon twists, Baja Blast pie, and Baja Blast gelato. If that is not a cancer speed run, I don't know what <laughs> is. My goodness, uh, yeah, the, Taco Bell is really. Is really milking the Baja Blast thing and they announced it like Apple would announce a new product. They did this whole seminar where they like showed the Baja Blast dusted cinnamon twist and everybody was like oh, the whole audience clapping and stuff. So weird. We our society is cancer, I swear. Ugh.
3: I love Baja Blast. I love Taco Bell. I like I get the they have the Baja Blast Zero, which mm-hmm. I get when I got I mean I haven't been in Taco Bell in months, but uh Putting it on cinnamon twists and other and pies. Desserts.
2: Yeah, it's literally Strange, blue, blue. Strange man. Blue pie. Yeah. Love it.
3: Uh, okay, Taylor Fan Club says doing this for the Woodland Ghost. They're from Myanmar and are watching you guys for the first time at 3:30 in the morning. Oh How wow! Nice. Give a shout out.
2: That is very cool. Awesome. What the heck, <laughs> Myanmar? That that's so, so cool. far away. Wow. That is. I've insane. actually
3: been to Myanmar. Um, My parents are missionaries and they have an orphanage that they uh, fund and manage and support there. And I got to go visit it once and uh, spend some time in Yangon. And uh, I can't remember the name of the other city we went to, but yeah, uh, beautiful country, beautiful people. I remember doing morning yoga at like 8 a.m. on the public square, Um, a giant group of people just goes out and starts doing yoga together Hmm, like all these little exercises and stretches and it's just like this public service thing um i love it yeah it was super cool and like walking the streets of Yangon at night, it's just like very it was a very safe city and clean and um i mean i'm sure there's parts that aren't but uh very cool country i'm so cool that you guys are watching yeah very dope uh okay it's all black pill to me says hey there a and tay Dang, how do I get on Jubilee to get at that girl, Lotus? Hopefully <laughs> he rejects her so I can take her out. LOL. No, Lotus, for the w.
2: she was cool. She didn't get to talk much, but she had a super dope personal <laughs> sense of style. Very cool name. Uh, seems kind of like indie girl. Uh, yeah, you can actually, I, I don't know if this is Jubilee. I think this is Nectar, but you can get on Jubilee videos by going to their casting site on jubilee.com, I think, and submitting your profile. That's how a lot of people get on their, their shows. So there you go. Mm-hmm
3: shoot your shot shoot your shot Yeah, but not on the video that reese was going to get casted for we all want to see her
2: right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh chicken pork adobo says if i were one of those women i'd be glad i'm if i'm not picked he would be my gay best friend and talk about other women while watching the Kardashians." yeah
2: <laughs> he does make a good gbf if you guys can uh, you know rock out to mariah carey together and hold each other accountable <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't like clowning this guy, but I mean, it's you go on a video like yeah. this, you're gonna get scrutinized a little bit. So it's not a negative know. thing, you it's, know.
2: It just yeah. is what it is.
3: I bet I guess I'm betraying my you know '90s kid. You get called gay, and it's like
2: it's like the worst thing in the back world. Back then, yeah, now, not anymore, yeah, Taylor. Like... We've progressed. It's 2024. Yeah.
3: 2024. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's move on before I get into more trouble. Uh, <laughs> it's all black pill to me again. It says I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say he's gay. Uh, he did spell it out that way, and this is a setup. And there it is. Come on now, Mariah Carey, really? LOL. And it's Be, all sus.
2: You
7: know
3: how, how Taylor knows. Oh, it's a little sus. How Taylor knows that song.
2: Mm. <laughs> you know, Mariah Carey's very popular, so it's it's not that sus. Um, I think you know everybody's on their own journey in life. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't.
3: Well, he'll okay, find Okay, but out. if you are, why are you signing up for a straight? Nectar video. Well, you're supposed to pick from among 10 people. Oh, but you mean like maybe he's unsure or something?
2: Yeah, you know, maybe he's bi. Maybe he's a bisexual guy. Maybe he's still finding himself. Maybe he's straight and we're just, you know, just talking shit. (laughs) And he's actually not gay. His
3: choice ultimately uh, was the most evidence that he's straight, that even Trump's uh, his.
2: Mm, But it could also be a gay choice. He'd be like, girl, you have style. You are hot. You know what I mean? So
3: yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. I'm so confused by this generation. Let me tell you, Amala.
2: (laughs) I hate the fact that I have to question all the time whether or not men are gay or straight.
3: Mm. So, well, back in my day, it was much more clear. (laughs) (laughs) Jillian Flannery says, "Hey, Amala, big big fan. Been around for two years or so. One of my sock." professor, sociology, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. uh, showed us the video, microaggressions are like mosquito bites. Thoughts?
2: Oh, I don't know that I've ever seen that video. I'll have to check it out, and then I will be able to give you my thoughts. I love delving into stuff like that and hearing about it. Uh, I imagine the argument is that they are small in nature, yet offensive uh, when they pile up on one another. If that is the uh, analogy of mosquito bites, I would imagine. But uh, Mm. I'll have to check the video out.
3: Are annoying, but ultimately not harmful. <laughs> the
2: Maybe there's two different ways to <laughs> interpret it.
3: Yeah, it's an interesting conversation. Thanks yeah. for the recommendation. Uh, must Love Horror Film says, hi, I just wanted to say how much I love your content. I'm a proud gay man who also loves my country. Thank you for Aww. speaking up.
2: Amazing. Thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate it. That's awesome.
3: Uh, Daniel Mana says, Hi, Amala. I feel like I need to be physically attracted to someone before being emotionally attracted. I'm a thin man looking for a thin woman.
2: Hey, yeah, I think uh, that's true for a lot of people. And that's how you start building connections in the first place is out of an initial physical attraction to somebody. And then you hope that they live up to that on an emotional and uh, values based level. So nothing wrong with that.
3: One more from Black Pill says, but what is the percent of men who do catfishing compared to women? It's not even close. Yes, men do it. But those are the F boys. It's not in any way even being close to the majority of guys. Check it, my facts.
2: It'd be hard to tell. I think, um, first of all, you'd how, how would you survey that? I don't know. And then the people who do answer, how many of them are answering honestly? That's another thing you'd have to factor into it. And there's different levels to it, I think. So it'd be really, really tough, I think, to get down to the bottom of bottom of it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and like what qualifies as catfishing? Like, you know, the guys who take pictures in front of private jets and stuff, like it's you in the picture, but that's not your private jet. You
7: know, so
3: you're you're catfishing by portraying a certain level of economic status or whatever uh, that's not really you. And I think that's inherent to social media. People always do that. But as far as like the egregious using an entire different photo, we know that's catfishing, but the personality one is more subtle. Mm -hmm. And the, the way that we, portray ourselves on social media to be something we're not is also another one. And I think, like we said before, the temptation's there for men and women and yep. people are, are people and prone to insecurity, prone to using underhanded methods of getting what they want. So I think it's just a human thing, man. hmm uh, must, oh we just got that one uh, Celtic Blacksmith says, Amala why bother sending Risa to Jubilee for a match when you have a fan base full of great guys not <laughs> me of course, but some of these guys No, wrong.
2: you guys reach out to her, she gets many a DM every time I post her on my Instagram story she's getting hit up from people I did a I think she got like a couple thousand followers because I posted the JC Penney photo shoot that we did together on my Instagram and you guys were hitting her up like crazy she has not uh, found a match through that method however <laughs> Uh, I think she wants to meet somebody uh, more organically. And I guess the Jubilee video is organic, inorganic uh, kind of mix. Yeah, it
3: feels pretty inorganic to me, but you know. But it's organic in that you're out doing something. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. She doesn't, she's trying to stay off the dating apps and the social media finds. So we'll see what happens with her i have I don't no want doubt to meet someone
3: on social media but i will go on jubilee
2: <laughs> yeah but i i, <laughs> I sort of push that on mm-hmm. her at least you're still meeting somebody like out in the world doing something i think it'd be interesting
3: yeah yeah worst case you get a little famous you know famous <laughs> right. by the way I, b- before this escapes my mind we should do hey i'll make like a google form mm-hmm. and copy like a compatibility test that's out there mm-hmm. and then let the audience all fill it out and then we'll match people based on a uh, compatibility (laughs) that are in the audience and then introduce them to each other what do y'all think that would be fun yeah it'd be an interesting video too
2: be a lot of logistics you have to like match them by age and gender and all that stuff we'll figure it out
3: figure it out work or if someone wants to take the initiative and like get us a decently well established or researched like compatibility form going yes and send it to me and and you have to do uh, your
2: dates on zoom live on air and i am the mediator of your date of your first date I will ask you guys the questions that bring about the conversations of your first date.
3: (laughs) That sounds fascinating. Wouldn't you all love to have a
2: first date where I'm just sitting in the corner uh, watching you guys? (laughs) (laughs) With
3: thousands of other people. Yeah, Yeah. sounds great.
2: If you guys want to sign up for that, I'll do it. That's entertainment. I'll I'll bring popcorn. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, I think we should do it, man. I'm down. Uh, Okay, let's see. Where were we? Daniel Mon says, "I also wear makeup sometimes and do like sharing common interests. So my mentality is a potential flaw. I feel like I'm not wanted." Recent subscriber. Huh. I don't I get what's being said, said. He's the thin man looking for a thin woman. Oh, you feels sometimes like wear he needs makeup. To be physically attracted before he can be emotionally.
2: Guess attracted. what? Uh, there is somebody out there for everyone. I truly wholeheartedly believe that. So if you're into like quirky things and cool things, find somebody who is into that or at the very least doesn't mind that that's what you're into. There are a lot of especially for men, super accommodating, lovely women who are out there getting played by players all day long and are just looking for a normal dude uh, who maybe is into some quirky stuff, whatever. That's fine. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, Oaxaca Los Angeles, California says Happy Valentine's Day to Taylor's wife. Hmm. What better way to show and tell your partner how much you love, admire, and cherish them? Blessings to you all. Yes. Yeah. I, for the record, I did not plan that. It came out exactly <laughs> with this conversation. But yeah, Happy Valentine's Day, babe.
2: I know Taylor <laughs> will always hype up his wife. There's no, there's no, no question about that.
3: Better, better. <laughs> um, I also have this like enduring sense of of guilt over dragging my feet <laughs> early on in our relationship that's so the way it was meant to happen like find ways to to admit my wrong and you know own it a little bit so
10: ah uh, you
2: okay. know if you had pushed yourself and jumped into it early that could create a whole other host of problems and you might not have ended up where you ended up
3: this is true there you go My own self be true but also don't hide behind oh i'm just being myself whenever it's just character flaws or Mm -hmm. avoidance of commitment or whatever it may be that's the thing the right person will make you confront the parts of you that need to be confronted and uh, that goes double when you're married it ramps up in my experience but in a good way because it, it refines you and i think when you're in a committed relationship so uh okay Make it, don't don't get me going again, guys. <laughs> uh, Sun Sumi says, uh, I don't think Ryan is as much fake as he is making fun of people who are. Oh, we're talking about Ryan Reynolds.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, his persona just does not come off to me as genuine. And I think it's because um, when you meet somebody who is constantly in like this comedic space where it's like, joke, 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 it's almost like, I want you to laugh so hard that your eyes are closed and you can't see who I really am type thing. When no. you are... I guess that's what, that's what I feel. Like when you feel the need to uh, be a comedian all the time, it just doesn't hit for me. Like I need... I need some seriousness, and he, and, and this might just be his celebrity persona. And I, and, and from a branding standpoint, it's very smart to be the celebrity that constantly makes everybody laugh, and you can always go to for a smile. And maybe he's very different in his personal life. I just don't like the celebrity persona that he gives. It doesn't feel real.
3: Yeah, no. right. I think there's merit to that. And I don't think it's like about him, but it's like the the archetype of the person who is very charming and very, you know, easy to. Uh, take a room or whatever and uh win people over on a shallow level but like are they demonstrating any amount of vulnerability that makes them like real and believable Mm -hmm. when they say to something to you straight faced um or say something real and i will say i've been watching that wrexham show where him and uh rob backlehany bought a football club in wrexham wales Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of Obviously, it's like a lot of funny stuff because they're two comedians that are that are putting it on. But there right. are moments of uh, very serious things where, like the the people who have been fans of the club for hundreds of years or like or for a hundred years that have been around, um, are skeptical of their motives. And he's got to talk, pay lip service to their you know the the community and how much he cares and wants to preserve everything and. Now that you just said that, it makes me think like, yeah, his he he knows how to say the right things and knows how to be very sincere sounding. Mm-hmm. Something about it feels like, well, you're you don't you're not actually like coming down to my level and entering into Dude, uh, all you need to labs.
2: look at is he's the celebrity face of like a phone, a phone company that barely even works and doesn't amount to anything near what's on the market <laughs> okay. anymore. And he's using his face as Ryan Reynolds to sell you that, to sell you a, a less than ideal product. There's so many layers to why I'm suspect of Ryan Reynolds. I'm sorry to, uh, burst the bubble of anybody.
3: Who and maybe big. that's why his Deadpool character, <laughs> who's like nonstop deflective and sarcastic uh, fits so well and feels so natural because yes. that's, you know, yes. an element of yourself I think in the characters that you play sometimes. Yes. Anyways, we're like going super deep on the psychoanalysis Sorry, do of I need Ryan to do Reynolds a
2: whole story. video on Ryan Reynolds, guys? <laughs>
3: yeah. Why I hate Ryan Reynolds. I'm <sighs> just kidding. I don't even hate him for the record. I just think it's an interesting conversation. But, yeah. Okay, uh, a couple more here. Let's see. Um, Anisha says, do they look for persons who have similar personalities with these tests? I don't think that it always works if two persons are too similar. 100%. Two shy people can end up in a very passive relationship.
2: 100%. There's an element of need and yin and yang. And I think compatibility isn't always everything. In fact, it can be worse for you depending on what you are compatible on. You need somebody to push you out if you're a super extroverted person maybe you need somebody to bring you down to earth a little bit and show you how silence is valuable if you're an introverted person maybe you need somebody to push you out of your comfort zone and get you out doing things it's, it's good to have that push
3: and pull 100 um leo says hey guys taylor can you just call me leo last time you spelt you spelt my name lol uh, <laughs> i have nothing else to say since i i'll have to rewatch since i'm late
2: She said, "Come correct. Just get the name right. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, my bad.
3: I, I butchered it so bad. You changed your whole name to just Leo. No, but-
2: Taylor's job on this show, which uh, obviously is going back and forth with me, but also reading Super Chats, it would give me such anxiety to read people's names every single day and have the risk of saying them wrong. I hate mispronouncing people's <laughs> names. So I'm glad Taylor uh, has the job of reading your Super Chats. I,
3: I take it as a challenge, too, because I, you know, I'm, I've lived overseas, mm-hmm. I learned some other languages and so it's like I I feel like I have a better grasp than most people on how to like approach foreign words but sometimes even I uh, Mm -hmm. it 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 stumps me um but I appreciate the the challenge that it presents and hopefully I'm still coming across as respectful of you guys of course your names no matter where you're from uh okay Ryan Bledsoe says, Horatio is the default villain of these dating reaction videos, lol. He is, yes,
2: and we made him such, I guess, because I could smell that man through the screen. And that's an F-boy if I've ever, ever, ever seen
1: one. <laughs>
3: Daniel Monet says, uh you got my last name wrong. It's pronounced Monet. So my bad. I think I said Mona. That's because M L like when something ends in O-N-N-E in French, it's like on or can be. Um so uh, there you I, go. that was my, Guys, my best guess.
2: He's not gonna get but it right every time. We anyway, can't expect this. Someone
3: else said stop bragging, so okay. Never mind. We Sorry. can't expect this of a man. Uh one more from Black Pill says girls catfish all the time. It's called makeup, filters, editing, airbrush photos. Uh I don't mean, I don't mm. forgot the foodie calls girls go on. See. Shapiro facts.
2: Okay. Well, I, I, we're going to go into this, Alex, because you keep, you keep jabbing <clears> me. I'm going to come at you for this. Who creates the demand for women wearing makeup? It's not women. We're not the ones. You, you go to like all female spaces. You'll, you'll see women dolled up because that's what they want to do and that's what they want to be, but in large part, women wear makeup because that's what they feel is expected of them because men will say, I want a natural woman, and then you ask them what a natural woman is and they say Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. or, or Kylie Jenner when you know those things are not achievable to the average woman. I think we've really lost sight of what normal faces look like, and in decades from now, an untouched face might not be popular or beautiful, but it is going to be so rare. And I grapple with the fact that I wear makeup every day and, you know, for this show and for these episodes that we do, because in a way it is altering who you are and covering yourself in some way, shape, or form. But, alas, uh, tis the the place that we live in, and, you know, I'll be honest about that. I'm at least self-aware to that extent. There's a difference between I think to covering up your entire face and switching the entirety of what you look like with makeup, which a lot of girls are really capable of doing, and just accentuating your your features.
3: Mm-hmm. Speaking of the unrealistic result that you get, did you see that picture floating around of Beyonce at the Super Bowl and she's got the blonde hair? Oh, and she looks gorgeous. People are like, "Well, well, yeah, she looks yeah. pretty, obviously, she's Beyonce." But people were saying. She, she looks exactly like uh, Kylie Jenner, or I guess you could also say Kylie Jenner looks like her because you can't tell anymore because I mean, Beyonce has always had that like natural beauty look. Yes. And I don't think she's done too much to her face. I'm sure probably. some. She's done some, yeah. But uh, it's crazy that when you think <clears throat> about like, you see those like before photos of Kylie Jenner and then you see now and she like basically looks like Beyonce has the same face as her. Yeah. So how did you pay enough money to look like Beyonce now. It's wild. And it's, we, yeah.
2: it's just completely distorted our view of beauty. And now I see these normal 20 something year old girls who are every month going to get Botox and filler and all this stuff. It's truly devastating to watch because it's going to be at the constant chase of something that is not real. And it's going to ruin your face. I have no idea what these ladies are going to look like when they're in their 60s, 70s, 80s, and I guess they don't care either because at that point they think, oh, I'm old, it doesn't matter anyway, so I might as well just fill my face while I'm young and, you know, mine whatever I can out of the time that I'm in now, but it's just devastating to see because then you just go on to distort the next generation and the next generation and the next generation and... Young girls who are being born now are never going to see a normal face outside of maybe their mothers unless she has work too, and they're going to feel so insecure in themselves with these fake-ass proportions that are made by somebody in a lab. Hi, hi, hi. I could rant on this. For a while. And this is not to dog on people who have Botox and filler. There is very much a pressure to do these things to your face and to not age. And I see girls who keep their natural faces getting eaten alive on social media for doing so and called ugly and saying, look at your wrinkles and all this stuff. But there is a beauty to aging and aging naturally, even if only you can recognize the beauty in it.
3: And if you want to hear more of Amala's rantings on natural beauty and its <laughs> death in the modern generation, I'm posting a link to her recent video uh, on We Are Killing Natural Beauty. So yeah. just in case you guys haven't seen that yet on uh, natural beauty. So I'm typing while I'm doing this. Can't multitask. OK, uh, last couple super chats here. Sun Tumi says like can be a verbal tick. People are often unaware they are doing it and surprised when you point it out.
2: Oh, yeah, it's all subconscious for the most part. I think you don't even cognitively realize that that's what you're even saying. It's just, it's a tick. But ticks are born out of underlying subconscious drives as well.
3: Yeah. And when I talked before about how it comes from a bit of over self-awareness or self-consciousness, I'm speaking from experience. I catch myself saying things that I'm like, why did I feel the need to fill all this air or find myself talking in circles. And I doing this show, I struggle with it still uh, all the time, but it, when it comes down to it, you have to just be present and accept, okay, I'm here, I'm going to own this moment and I'm just going to speak as my true self and let the chips fall where they may. If you're self-conscious and thinking about the fact that people are watching, you think and then you think about what you're saying, blah, 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 you just end up rambling and using all those ticks, And it sucks because it's something that you have to overcome in order to really show up at the same time. You don't want to like judge people based on their presentation of themselves, uh, in, in, suboptimal conditions, let's say, yep. where they're speaking, and it's a very challenge for them because they haven't overcome that public speaking fear, whatever it may be, or it's just in a situation where they're, they're not their best self. And you want to like leave room and grace for people to to be something else. But mm-hmm. it's also very clear when someone's not comfortable and they're speaking. And I think it behooves all of us to, to work on that and try to overcome the inability to show up as our true selves, uh, wherever that uh, wherever we have the opportunity to do so. hundred um, percent. Let's see. Savrick says, sometimes it's more about unlocking the opportunity to show someone just how effing amazing you are, although those opportunities can be fleeting.
2: Yeah, it's tough. You're with, with the way that people categorize each other and write each other off very quickly, it's hard to truly ever get to know somebody for real because we've already made decisions in our mind when we meet people. And that's just a tough reality of of life. I'm sure you see it in all species (laughs) where things are getting written off because that's just how our minds work, unfortunately.
3: Uh, Anthony Sean says, what records are in your shelf?
2: Oh, I pulled some last time. Let's see if I can pull. I don't remember which ones I pulled last time, Uh, but I'll just show you guys again. Carousel, Rodgers and Hammerstein musical, wonderful musical, check it out. If you don't watch the whole thing, listen to the song If I Loved You, 100%, beautiful. Gone with the Wind, my grandmother's favorite film, this is the soundtrack to that movie, one of my favorites as well. Gigi, old school musical, wonderful. Bread, gotta love it, 70s. Peter, Paul, and Mary, also 70s. Paul Simon, also 70s. Um, There's more, hold on. We got, let's see, Thoroughly Modern Millie, a role originated by Julie Andrews, and she is just killer. Uh, when that woman goes, we will have lost a very bright light. Not King Cole in the best of his music. Side by side, Sondheim, a beautiful, wonderful uh, musical creator who we did lose, and he has passed, but he is, I don't know that there's anybody more genius uh, than this man, my boyfriend. But maybe <laughs> there's nobody, uh, you know, second to to Sondheim. If you check out the way that he writes his musicals, he is just a genius. More Nat King Cole, Into the Woods, which is also a musical by Stephen Sondheim. There you go. That's what so, we got. Yeah.
3: <laughs> got more than you bargained for on super chat. There you there's go. There's a master class tour in music appreciation, music yes. theater, Yes. Uh, I think Omelette needs to, like, do some more unpacking of your musical passions I'd be and happy to. I feel left behind on a lot of this stuff.
2: Yeah, even if you hate musicals, I'm telling you now, listen to Stephen Sondheim and the way he writes stories, uh, how he puts himself in the mind of the audience that is taking in his work and how he communicates themes. It is an unbelievable lesson in just communication and storytelling that anybody can use.
3: Um, Okay, last couple super chats here. Celtic Blacksmith says, did you ever get that PO box situated? My forge is back (sighs) up and running.
2: Maybe I'll actually go to the post office right after we film this. Actually, I have a couple things I have to do after we film this, but I will go to the post office and check in on a PO box today.
3: All right. She's on record. Thank folks. you for holding
2: me accountable as a man hey. is supposed to do. <laughs>
3: uh, Anisha says, Amla, would you be willing to do a no makeup day on camera just to challenge yourself? It would be such an inspiration. I have done it on work days.
2: Well, Friday. Friday live stream.
3: I feel like you've done it a fair amount of yeah, times. I have. Yeah. especially. Yeah,
2: yeah. You, You've seen me with no makeup on, on screen, but I will definitely do it again. We'll do it on Friday and uh, we'll make a point of it. And you, you guys go. should post your no makeup selfies on Friday and I will share them on my Instagram story. OK, that's the deal.
3: I couldn't possibly. Up. <laughs> and that's just too much for me.
2: Taylor can't take off his blush. He can't do it.
3: <laughs> uh, last one I see right now. Oh, it's all black. Pillow to me says I can't attest to every guy wanting Kim Kardashian, but Taylor can totally attest to the fact that I want a normal Asian girl show them facts, LOL.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think we know that by now, Alex.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, okay, so Alex and I play Halo together and he's showed me some of his relationship prospects and things like that. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't have these unrealistic standards. I will vouch for him in that. So, and he's not one of these guys that wants that plastic look. Good, good, Um, good. Chicken Pork Adobo says (laughs) I was a bit harsh with that guy. I'm kind of soft when I move and got bullied uh, and compared to my twin brother, but... He's really kind of (laughs) G-A-Y.
2: Fair enough. At least we have some self-awareness in the chat.
3: (laughs) We're always down for a little bit of uh, acknowledgement of one's blind spots, as it were. Uh, But I think that was our last Super Chat. And someone has asked
1: repeatedly for you to end the show with your deep voice mod.
2: I have seen that, and we will do exactly that. I don't know which one it is. I think it's this one. Uh, So...
1: Guys, thank you so much for watching the show. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you have a fantastic Valentine's Day full of love from wherever you're getting it from. And if you like this video, like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time we're live, which is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern. Plus, we post videos for you guys every day. Tomorrow's video is about blackface in a Sephora and how I feel about that. Plus, I might be releasing some music or a music video on Sunday, so keep an eye out for that. But our patrons on Patreon will hear that first. It's going to get posted there on Saturday. So sign up for the Patreon if you want to support and hear a little tune. Guys, thank you so much for watching, and I will see you next time.
8: Bye!